if I had told you at the beginning of this year that we would have been facing a pandemic by the name of COVID-19 that was going to turn this world upside down, you would have never believed it. The COVID Conqueror series on the Aisha Muhammad podcast. In this climate of fear, confusion and suppression, I saw the need to create the COVID Conquerors podcast series. COVID Conquerors features phenomenal people who are, despite their challenges, thriving personally or in service to their community. COVID Conquerors airs live on Facebook and YouTube every other Thursday at 9pm GMT, that's UK time, on the Aisha Muhammad podcast. This podcast aims to encourage, inspire and empower you to reassure you that in this time of uncertainty, should you look, you will see that there are great opportunities for you to thrive in aspects of your life, regardless to whom or what. It's time to start the live podcast where you'll meet this week's phenomenal guest. Let the countdown begin. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Aisha Muhammad podcast to COVID Conquerors. Now, this is the series that basically wants to highlight the good works of people that are working to serve regardless of this pandemic. And, you know, what happens is that people end up being edified, they end up being inspired, motivated and given hope. This is some of the feedback that I've been blessed to receive. So you're in the right place at the right time. I'm going to ask you to share out this broadcast. And if you're wondering, who is this woman that I'm looking at? Well, my name is Aisha Mohammed, and I'm a self-love coach and I'm based in Birmingham in the United Kingdom and I'm really happy to be sharing space and time with you this evening. So welcome family, I have you all coming in, greetings and thank you so much for joining. I love to have your company and to see the conversation flowing in the comments. It's absolutely awesome and a pleasure. Now, you may have seen the flyer out on social media in regards to my phenomenal guest that is joining us this evening and afternoon in some places. Listen, I first met this wonderful woman at a community event. And what struck me about her is the fact that my son fell in love with her watch. 
and she took her watch off and allowed him to play with it and she didn't have a care in the world and as the mom I'm like I hope the boy doesn't break <laughs> but she really didn't care because you know how our children are just very curious and they like to explore but what touched me with that moment was just the the goodness and the freeness of her spirit so I'm not going to delay any further to introduce to you our phenomenal guest Lorna Phillip and she is a doula here in Birmingham one of the most sought after and the job that she does is so important and very vital to our community and as we discuss we're going to go into why that is so welcome to Covid Conquerors on the Aisha Muhammad podcast Lorna how are you? Thank you. Thank you so much for asking me on, Aisha. I'm so excited to be here. And um, I'm really well, thank you. This is the first time I've been on this whole StreamYard, Facebook, YouTube thing. So it's a bit kind of like, mm, not sure what I'm doing here. But thank you for inviting me on. I'm really happy to be here. That's really excellent. So can you just let us know more about you? Who is Lorna Philip? And, you know, what does she do? Why does she do it? Sure, Lorna Phillip, otherwise known as Birmingham Doula. And uh, so I'm a, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a grandma to three beautiful boys, um, and I'm a doula. Um, so I've had a long career of supporting families over the Midlands and in London, all around the place, uh, as a nursery nurse uh, way back in the 80s. That's what, that's what I, I trained in. And um, more recently, I've worked in um, a Sure Start program. I think, do you know about Sure Start supporting um, families with children from naught to five? Mm -hmm. And when I worked in the Sure Start program, um, what I noticed, um, Aisha, was that the moms that would come in and mm -hmm. would attend my baby massage group would talk about their births week after week after week here i am the instructor dying to get this you know massage class started and you've got the moms oh when i had my baby this happened when i had my baby i didn't feel very supported i didn't mm -hmm. feel like i had a very satisfying experience and that's when that's back 2005 when i first heard about doulas and what they do and how they support families uh, during pregnancy and labour and those first few tricky weeks with a newborn baby. So mm -hmm. I thought, you know what, I'm going to train to be a doula because these families need supporting, you know, how can we have these, these women coming back week after week saying how they were disappointed and felt unsupported in their births and their labours. So a few years later, I trained to become a doula. And what a doula is, is it's actually a lay person. So way back when, when we had like village life, you know, you'd have the, the woman in the village who would come round mm -hmm. to attend to uh, the labouring person there, you know? Uh, so yeah. that's really kind of what a doula is. I'm not a clinician, so I'm not a midwife. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. I can't carry out any examinations and tests and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. What doulas do is they accompany you and they journey with you during that massive transition from pregnancy to parenthood. Right. So we have lots of knowledge about birth, again, but we're not clinicians, but we have lots of knowledge about birth. We know a lot about how to keep you comfortable during mm -hmm. labour, 
how can you be comfortable when it's so painful but actually yeah you can be made very comfortable even without the drugs yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah so we, we keep you comfortable during labor we form that really special relationship with with you your partner your family so you know when you're having a baby here in the UK, you may see like lots of different midwives during your um, antenatal sessions and your, your appointments. But with a doula, once you've booked your doula, that's your companion who's going to kind of journey with you all the way through to, to having your baby. And it's that special relationship that makes a big difference to birth. And even mm-hmm. research has shown that having a doula supporting you during your labour, you're less mm-hmm. likely to have interventions such as C-sections or, or forceps deliveries, um, quicker labours, more comfortable labours, parents mm-hmm. uh, report more satisfaction with their birth experience, less postnatal depression, uh, better best, uh, breastfeeding rates. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a, it's who wouldn't really? Who wouldn't want a doula to support them? during birth wow so it's like having that trusted friend that you can rely on that's there to be your cheerleader you know and just help you through this process that you know especially for those who are having their first trials it's the unknown you know as a as a mom my god I remember the first time there's so many things that other mums don't really share I found you know that you're going to experience this you're going to experience that so when you did you was like wow but I guess having a doula could kind of um in a way, because every experience is different, but kind of prep you for knowing what to expect, which yeah, can, so you know, lessen anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. And again, a big part of the role is uh, antenatal preparation. So we do uh, a, a kind of one-to-one antenatal course with with the couple or with the mum, so that they're fully prepared for labour. There's no surprises. Um, and that's the thing. If you're if you're kind of like not knowing what's going to happen in your body, you don't know how birth works, mm-hmm. then you're going to be tense. The more tense you are, the more intense mm-hmm. you're going to feel all of those sensations. So it makes sense to really fully inform people about what's happening in the body and how mm-hmm. as a team between, you know, the, the, the person giving birth, partner, the midwife or consultant how and the doula, how as a team we can help to kind of keep things nice and relaxed and calm. Excellent, excellent. That that service you provide is well needed, well needed. So we have this statistic here that I put out and around. Oh, we have um, a comment here. Thank you for explaining. I'm not the sharpest knife in the kitchen, so thank you for educating a slow brother. There you go, Michael. Excellent. That's great. And uh, Viola X, my mom, she says, thank you. Awesome. And Sister Latasha, welcome. She says that her best friend is having a baby and has been interviewing doulas. So this is something, you know, that is catching on quite a bit in our community from the sounds of things. And Sister Latasha says that it sounds like the warden work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're more aware for sure. And actually, um, most of my clients have been black and brown women. People assume, mm-hmm. again, it's big assumptions about who hires doulas. And people yeah. think it's just white middle class uh, women or families that have lots of money that hire mm-hmm. doulas. Let me tell you, that's nonsense. Absolute mm-hmm. nonsense. I have all kinds of uh, families hire me. And I said, most of my clients over these nine years of being a doula have been mm-hmm. black and brown families. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it's good seeing us get back to our traditional way of doing things in this modern time because if something works then it works <laughs> and yeah. as we're going to discuss you know there's some methods that don't work you know because we have this statistic which is that black women in the UK um are being found to be five times more likely to die during pregnancy, childbirth, and post-birth than white women. So this is extremely worrying, you know, it's an extremely worrying situation. And what can we as individuals and also collectively as a community do about it? Yeah. What do you yeah. think, Lorna? Oh gosh, I have so much to say on this. <laughs> okay, so what we can do is, first of all, we can make sure that we are, first of all, attending um, birth education, but birth education that relates to us as black people, okay? Mm -hmm. Because it is different for us in the system, I'm not gonna lie, it is different from uh, for, for us. Um, mm -hmm. I've been with white clients, I've been with black clients, I've been with Asian clients, and I see how we are treated differently in the system. So making sure that you have somebody, whether it be a friend, a doula, a family member, your partner, who can advocate for you and can help to keep you safe within the system is really important. Mm. And what I mean by that is that the partner has, you know, the, whether it's a partner or a loved one, like a mom or mother-in-law, Whoever is that loved one for that woman giving birth, it's important that they have a knowledge about the system and about birth. It's important that they have knowledge about the role that they can play within birth. And they do have a really important role to play. So as a doula, I can never replace a partner or a mum. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm part of the team because I was saying earlier on to somebody that a partner and, and a mom they know you the best. They know you more than I know you. I know bits about you as my kind of client. I love my clients, but it's not the same love that a partner or a mom can give, a supportive mom mm -hmm. can give. So it's important mm -hmm. that those who are going to be in the birth room with you know something about birth, know what your wishes are. So if you've made a birth plan and it is worth making a birth plan, that they know about it, they know the importance what, uh, behind why you've chosen certain things, for example, so that if your caregivers aren't listening to you, or aren't really paying attention to your birth plan, then your loved one can speak up and say, oh, and by the way, don't forget, this is what she wanted, okay? Right. Mm -hmm. Hire a doula. I mean, I would say that, wouldn't I? You know, but I would say actually, if you can, and I know not everybody can, but yes. I would say, don't go splashing out on your the baby shower. You know, the the big old uh, balloon arches that the, mm -hmm. the baby shower. I'm not saying that it's wrong. Everyone loves to celebrate. Mm -hmm. You know, couples and, and moms having babies. It's wonderful. But if it was a toss up between having the big fancy baby shower with the big fancy push chair with a matching handbag and the matching hat mm -hmm. against the doula do you know what I think I'll probably go with the doula the doula is a gift that keeps giving because mm -hmm. you are more likely to have a more positive birth experience no promises because birth mm -hmm. can be unpredictable but you're more likely to have a more positive birth experience with a doula supporting you 
And you know those fancy things that you've bought for the baby that the baby doesn't care about? Mm -hmm. They'll be on eBay in a few months. You'll stop using them. Mm, yeah? That's right. Your experience is important. Your birth experience is important. You never forget your birth experience, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I don't no. know if there's anyone else that could confirm that, but you don't. No, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's an act of self-love to really think things through and be wise in the decisions that we make. You know, if you can have your cake and eat it too, why not? But if that's not your situation, you might want to, you know, think about that gift that keeps on giving. You know, it, it's nothing like being supported through that whole process. It's Absolutely. very valuable. Family can contribute, you know. And again, so, you know, as doulas, we we have payment plans. Um, mm -hmm. Some of us do gift vouchers. So, you know, there's colleagues and friends and family that buy you like 10,000 baby grows, but you're never going to get through. Mm -hmm. Maybe you could say, well, buy a doula gift voucher, maybe contribute towards the cost of the doula. Yeah. For real. Yeah. So we have a question and this question ties in with my next question. Sister Latasha, you must be reading my mind. Um, <laughs> great minds think alike. It is how has the pandemic affected black expectant and postnatal women and their families during the pandemic so sister latasha is saying are you finding it more difficult to do your job during the pandemic i don't know if you can bunch all that together like a sieve so i'll, I'll answer the, the uh, latasha's question so finding yes. it more difficult in, in a sense yes because you know with the hospitals they in the pandemic they have a one birth partner policy, okay? Mm -hmm. And even now, a lot of the, the hospital trusts are still continuing with the one birth partner policy, which mm -hmm. means that it forces that woman to either choose her doula or choose a partner, for example, which is a really hard choice to make, isn't it? And so for those who do choose that, and most are going to choose that. I mean, you know, you don't want your partner to miss out on your birth experience. Mm -hmm. So we've been offering things like virtual support. So uh, in the pandemic, if they're birthing in hospital, I would mm -hmm. uh, go out to them in early labor. So I go on call at about 38 weeks. And any time of day or night, I get the call to say, yeah, okay, I think I'm in labor, normally nighttime. Mm -hmm. uh, and I go mm -hmm. out to the home and um, I will just labor with them together. So I will use things like massage techniques, you know, rub down that back, mm -hmm. keep them comfortable. I have a TENS machine that I put on for, for, for relieving, um, you know, those kind of strong sensations uh, and help to keep things calm. And then together we decide, okay, we think now that you're in active labor, you know, you are in good proper labor now. So I'll then send them off to hospital. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go home and I'm available by telephone or by video call if they should need me. But honestly, because they're so well prepared, they don't need me. They've wow. got it. And then on mm. the other hand, a lot of a lot of families, a lot of uh, parents have chosen home birth during this right. pandemic. I'd like, yeah, please choose a home birth. Uh, mm. And so uh, during a home birth, then I can be there for the whole lot. So again, in early labour, I go out keep things nice and calm and, and, and uh, comfortable. And then together we decide when to call the home birth midwives and then they come out and join us. And I stay stay for the whole process um, until baby's born. So that's how things have changed. Um, what was the second question? I've forgotten already. 
Okay, I think that was uh, Sister Natasha's part. I wanted to know how the pandemic has affected the our Black expectant and postnatal women and their yeah. families. It's like an added stress, isn't it? How does that oh, affect it's them? Been, mm-hmm. It's been tough. I can't even imagine it. Even though I see it for myself, but I can't imagine being the family going through that, being pregnant. So first of all, being pregnant in a, in a pandemic, it, it just it, it takes away so much. So imagine now that normally, you know, in non-pandemic times, you know, you're celebrated, you know, your, your, your colleagues at work are like, you know, how are you doing? How's the pregnancy going? And if you've been furloughed at home, you get none of that. Yeah. Mm. And when all the yeah. shops were closed, all the cafes were closed, there's there no going around the shops with your bestie or your, or your partner or your mum looking at baby stuff or buying baby stuff. There's no meeting your girlfriends for, for coffee, you know, when you're maternity to leave. You're just literally stuck indoors. And then, of course, mm. with black and brown women being more likely to to uh, to catch COVID and be affected by COVID, it's it's double the stress. Mm. Yeah, so there's a lot of isolation, a lot of having to stay indoors, um, and, and I'm guessing a lot of depression, to be honest, because you know who wants to stay indoors and not see people? Well, apart from me, because I quite like it, but. <laughs> you're not alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who really wants to stay indoors when you just want to be out and, and about and you know browsing mm-hmm. the shops and all that stuff and it was hard and again mm-hmm. because a lot of my families um being black and brown families uh, who have family abroad so they'd had plans for mum or mom-in-law to come over really? to help during the labor and to help maybe with the, the other kids and of course they couldn't fly over. So that for my postnatal families was really tough. Not having access to your mom or your aunt that had promised to come over to look after you in your postnatal period is really tough. Wow. So I have, um, as you're going through that, it's very graphic, you know, I'm just picturing it and I'm feeling it at the same time, you know, very tough very tough you know um wow so do you keep um relationships with the mother and children after birth yeah I do actually so it it depends I take take the lead from them so there's a few that I I haven't um so I take the lead from them but what I do like is that I get updates I get lots of photos if you see my whatsapp and my photo gallery I've got so many pictures of all these kids at different stages you know mm-hmm. so I've got some now who are at school which is lovely so you get the whole kind of school uniform picture um and I get messages from the kids as well saying oh hi my doula they call me my doula um and and babies so yeah yeah I can't you know I can't kind of meet up with them all because I'll be I'll be forever like drinking tea and eating and uh eating cake which would be quite nice but not good not good for you uh but I can uh, certainly via like whatsapp and messages and birthdays and things I get these updates which is really nice to see the mm. the family's really flourishing you know that's excellent okay so we 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 have um some more comments let me read them <laughs> okay so what's the name of the syndrome that women suffer from after birth it's a mental disorder do uh do you as a doula help with that I think the proper term is postnatal depression yeah. with the <laughs> pandemic and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So doulas again, so we're lay people, we're not um we're not psychologists, but certainly, you know, for those of us who are experienced kind of can pick up on the signs. Mm-hmm. And so when we pick up on the signs, we know who to signpost that family too. So we're not there, we can't be counselors or psych unless we are already trained in that in that profession. 
but mm-hmm. we know so a large part of our work is actually picking up on issues that may occur either in pregnancy or in the postnatal period and, and, and signposting with the family's agreement signposting onto the person that can best help yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's important it really yes. is okay that's uh, that's the truth mm-hmm. okay so uh, another question which is how can we as men be part of the process without getting in the way of the doula maybe in a home <laughs> situation yeah you never get in the way i promise you now in the whole nine years of being a doula there's not been <laughs> one father or partner that's got in my way as i said mm-hmm. there's things that the partner can offer that a doula can't mm-hmm. offer okay mm-hmm. so whilst i yeah i can hug up the woman you know can rub her down you know those special hugs and kisses that a partner can give mm-hmm. is a very different thing so honestly there's no getting in the way of the doula whatsoever we are there for as doulas we're there for both of you actually it's not just for the person giving birth we're there for both of you so you do your thing and I often encourage my families to get their loving on to get the labor you know what I mean yeah, I show you talking about, don't you? Yeah. So get a bit smoothie, you know. Mm-hmm. And then um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll leave the room. I don't mind leaving the room. Get get your loving on to get things going a bit. So we can't you don't get in the mm-hmm. way at all. Excellent. Thank you. So I've got another question before we go to the break, which is are you able to give some ideas as to why so many babies are still born? I think is is what's mm-hmm. meant to birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, it's a very, very sad thing when a when a baby is born. Um, you know, I call it baby, born sleeping, stillbirth, mm-hmm. and loss at any stage is is really sad. It could be for lots of different reasons. It could be something to do with the placenta or the cord. You know, there's there's so many reasons why. You know, some there's some research to say that babies who are uh, quite small in the uterus and not really gaining an awful lot of of, of size and weight as, as the pregnancy mm-hmm. con- as, um, progresses, you know, can be a bit of a red flag that um, the, the mom is at risk of stillbirth. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, there are lots of different reasons, lots of different reasons. Yeah, 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 I can appreciate that for real. Okay, wonderful. Well, we're going to now go to the break and Whilst we're there, please invite and share for part two because we're going to have somebody come on to tell us about this wonderful service, this group that Sister Lorna has created. Okay, it's called the Black Mamas Birth Village. So we're going to find out more about that. So stay tuned as we go for this quick break, and I will see you on the other side. It's great you're enjoying the show. Are you a COVID conqueror? Are you thriving personally or by serving your community during this pandemic? If this is you and you want to inspire others by sharing your story on the COVID conqueror series, apply now. Send an email to aishampodcast at yahoo.com. Oh, and remember to share this podcast with those you know it will help. Now, back to the interview. (laughs) 
And welcome back to the Aisha Muhammad podcast, the COVID Conquerors series. It is great to have you here. We've been having a wonderful conversation with Lorna here, and she is Birmingham's most, one of the most sought after <laughs> doulas here. And, um, you know, we've just been chopping it off about the job that she does and the things that, you know, our sisters go through when it comes to pregnancy and this terrible statistic that is black women in the UK are five times more likely to die during pregnancy, childbirth and post birth than white women were more likely to die, which is just terrible. We don't want that, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. And if the moms are dying or the mom and the babies are dying, we've got a hell of a problem on our hands. But there is the brighter side of things, which is that there are solutions. And in hearing what you've been sharing with us, Lorna, you know, um, doularing, which is an actual word, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. is the way to go. You know, we should really start to go back to our traditions, and many of us are traditional way by having a doula, like that trusted friend, that person that can guide you through the process and be there for you and advocate for you. Um, we definitely need that to be able to, you know, eradicate this this terrible situation you know we just we can't just sit down and allow these things to be we've got to get up and take action and apply solution yeah can i say something else right. Aisha? yes whilst, please whilst we as doulas are yeah we're, we're pretty we're pretty good we're pretty fantastic and we've mm. got a lovely 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 bunch of black doulas here um here in birmingham the midlands uh the east and the mm -hmm. west midlands uh, we're growing mm -hmm. we're growing in numbers so we are part of the solution for sure but we're not the whole solution. Of so we, do, yeah. we, we, we need to kind of get this whole mm -hmm. system that's, that's so unfair, that discriminates against black people. It needs mm -hmm. to be dismantled. That's right. Um, and that's the true way to get mm -hmm. these facts down. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we are part of the solution for sure. We provide the support. We can provide advocacy and, and mm -hmm. knowledge and information. But we did not build this system, and it's a system that is is not fit for purpose, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I like that opinion, and I agree wholeheartedly with that opinion. You know, um, we need to do for ourselves um, <laughs> to make sure that we are well catered for. But at the same time, you know, as I said, we we individually, you know, if I'm a mom and I find myself expectant of a child, I've got to educate myself, you know, I've, yeah. I've got to find out all that I can. That's that's what I can do as an individual, you know, and as a community, when it comes to highlighting people that do what you do and more people may be choosing to go into doulaing, you know, um, as a business, as a career, you know, these are ways that we can apply ourselves to being a part of the solution. So yeah. I take my hat off to you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So we've got a question, which is, um, have you, let me put it up, have you seen any effects of women who got vaccinated um, for the for COVID during uh, birthing children and after? I think, you know, have you seen any ill effects from people being vaccinated who are pregnant? Actually, I haven't because uh, none of my clients have been vaccinated in pregnancy. So, um, mm -hmm. no, I can say actually I, not yet. I, I guess that might come. But mm -hmm. for now, no, I haven't. No. Excellent. 
Let's push on. Okay, good. Now, um, tell me about this wonderful Black Mama Birth Village that you have created. You know, tell us more about it, including what led you to create it. Yeah, so what led me to create it was, as I said, you know, most of my, my birth and postnatal clients have been Black families and Brown families, but I wanted mm -hmm. to kind of do more. Um, so I know that not everybody can afford a doula. We are, you know, we're certainly worth the money, but not, not everyone's got the funds <laughs> to pay mm -hmm. for a doula. Um, and so I wanted to kind of reach out uh, to more black moms in particular. So um, over the last, goodness knows how many months, it feels like forever, but it's not forever. Mm -hmm. I've been uh, kind of working on developing a group that is um, just for black moms, African and Caribbean um, heritage moms um because i want to be able to kind of give them some doulaing uh, mm -hmm. but in a different way so i'm not their doula i'm not going to their birth this, this is actually women all over the uk not just birmingham based mm -hmm. uh, but i wanted to create a, a kind of, of supportive um community where together we can talk and talk openly because there's lots of birth groups like on facebook in particular um, mm -hmm. But if you go in them, they're, they're mainly kind of white women. And, you know, the, the members of my group have said, you know, I don't feel comfortable talking about certain things in those groups, you know, out of fear of being judged and, and not understood. So mm -hmm. in this group, you can talk without having to explain yourself and without mm -hmm. fear of judgment. And I also mm -hmm. drop in some, some birth and postnatal information so that people are informed um, and for those, uh, what will happen in the next kind of month or so, I'll be offering some one-to-one -one support, some extra support for those who, who need and want it. Um, but for now, it's a lovely community. I go live in there every Sunday and we just, just chill out. You know, it's a village. It's a village vibe where we just sit and chill out and chat. Um, mm. And it's not heavy. It's not overwhelming. There's a lot on the on the on the internet right now. It's really overwhelming about birth. It's it's, it's not overwhelming at all. It's just inf it's informative but informal, and it's just it's just nice. Oh, that's awesome! So if you look in the comments, you'll see the link to join the Black Mama Birth Village, and obviously it's for those who qualify. You have to answer some questions before you can get in. Okay, so you answer the questions. <laughs> Please, I'm, and go. I'm not asking for your, your shoe size and your bank details. Honestly, it's just some three simple questions, but the amount of That's people right. that just don't or won't answer them. I need to know that you're black and you're pregnant. Okay. And I'll ask you for your email address. That's it. Just answer those. Yeah. And then we'll let you in. All right. Exactly. Excellent. And then you'll be good to go. So, yeah, that's really awesome that you've created that. We need these safe spaces where we can come together and, you know, discuss and support and ultimately to build because when great minds come together, you know, who, who knows what may happen? Great and awesome things. We know this. And um, it's, it's a treasure. It really is a treasure to have these spaces. It's, it's life-saving work, especially under these kind of you know circumstances with the pandemic as you describe some of the things that women who are expecting go through it's a lifeline you know so well yeah. done to you for creating that yeah 
Oh, I, I feel honoured. I feel honoured when, you know, being chosen as a doula, you know, it's a very, very, you know, it's a place of honour at somebody's birth uh, and it's wonderful. And I feel honoured that these women have joined me and are kind of, you know, joining in the conversations in the group and contributing mm -hmm. so beautifully. And I, I feel really blessed, you know, and, and one thing to say is that as of August, yeah. I'm no longer going to birth, so I'm retiring. <laughs> And oh, wow. I'm focusing, yeah, focusing on, on the group and uh, developing the group offerings. So as from, I think my last client is due in August. And that's yeah. it. I'm done. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, you've got an extensive portfolio of persons that you've helped. And we, you know, we get to that point whereby we have to, you know, progress onto other things and other areas and deepen our interest and, you know, grow. So that's really great to know. Now, we have somebody who's going to be joining us, Jem, um, who's a part of the group, the um, Black Mama Birth Village. And she's here to you know, tell us more about it, you know, let's, let's see. Jamila. Hello. Hello. Welcome, my lovely. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hi, Lorna. Hi, Jem. Oh, it's great that you're here. So tell us about your experience of the group. Right. So um, I initially found um, Lorna on Instagram. And mm -hmm. she had advertised that she's going to be doing a Black Mamas group. Right. Um, and I signed up straight away. I was pregnant um, with mm -hmm. my fifth child. Wow. And mm -hmm. I decided that I wanted to um, just meet other people. Um, yeah. And I did not feel so, I, I think with my first few pregnancies, I kind of felt a bit alone with people in, in terms of people being in the same situation I, as I was at the time. Um, mm. So I just wanted to kind of gain some knowledge that I didn't gain. And I did exactly that. Lorna's group, the Black Mama's group, it's been amazing. Mm. Like I've learned so much from the group. Um, mm. Things that I didn't know and things I wish that I knew from my previous four pregnancies, uh, there's things mm. that I didn't know at all and I know them now and I feel like well better late than never I suppose mm. you know but you know it's like it's been like I've been welcomed into another family it's been absolutely amazing wow I am so happy to hear that you know as I said a lifeline a community yeah. you know like-minded people that can identify with one another I just think it's really beautiful well done well done to you Jamila and well done to you Lorna for the great work that you're doing thank you for coming on and sharing that with us and once again the link is in the comments if you would like to join the group you know oh my goodness this is awesome this is filling my heart it really is I love this kind of thing Jane. a bit tearful <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's great to get feedback, you know. It really is. It's good to get feedback, you know. So just bask in the glory of it and um enjoy. Enjoy. You know Thank I've you so much. And, and the other women yes. is that they're so they're so supportive of each other and the way yeah. they contribute to the group and the way they turn up on the Sundays for our little chats, mm -hmm. eh, Jem? Yeah. <laughs> It's, 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 it's wonderful. The thing about it is, though, is that we all, we all 
are learning together and some some of us I know a lot of us are going in there with, that have been mothers before like myself but a yeah. lot of us didn't know about our rights and that was the biggest thing for us we didn't know wow. our rights we kind of go into mm -hmm. the hospital you know I was, I, when I was had my first child at 18 years old and your body's not your own do you know what I mean they kind of tell you what's going to happen and how it's going to happen and you kind of stand back and allow them to almost kind of take over where mm. in once being in the group once I kind of joined the group it was me taking control of my body my baby mm. my pregnancy and telling them no you will not be giving me an internal examination no you will not be doing this no you will not be doing that and doing mm -hmm. it and knowing that they can't say anything you know yeah definitely so I just, it's, it's the knowledge that it's definitely the knowledge and I would you know young old anybody that's pregnant I would definitely recommend you join mm -hmm. I won't be leaving for now Lorna even though I'm <laughs> <not> pregnant <laughs> no you're one of mine you're not going anywhere mm -mm. <laughs> oh wow that is just such a awesome testimony and recommendation excellent yeah. thank you oh this is so wonderful this is so wonderful and brother michael said um i'm in the beginning of my third trimester is it too late for me to hire a doula okay <laughs> you michael well so no it's not too late it, it's never too late i do recommend though that if you are pregnant and you are thinking about your forward planning basically hire your doula from as early as possible because you know what it's the relationship that you have with your doula that is the magic. Okay, mm. it's not just that they turn up on the day. Like, you know, I've asked, people have asked me in the past, oh, you know, would you kind of cut your fee in half if you just turn up on the day? You might as well have the postman there on the day or the, or the, or the person who delivers your milk. It's about having the relationship over time that you can confide in the person, you can trust the person. So mm. it's not too late in the third trimester, but definitely if you can um, hire your doula as early, because you know what? The good ones get snapped up really quickly. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I, I, I loved how you flipped that. <laughs> So that's some really good information, you know. That's some really great information. So um, you can stay with us if you'd like, Jamila. <laughs> okay. So um, who's your biggest inspiration? Oh my goodness, I have so many, really. But you know, I've got to say, my mom. My mom, you know, she passed, um, you know, back in um, in the eighties, um, in eighty nine, actually. <laughs> And she was such uh, a hard-working woman, uh, a caring woman. She was a nurse. Um, mm -hmm. I couldn't be a nurse, by the way. I, I, I'm just a bit too squeamish. But, um, yeah, hard-working nurse who came through all the adversity back in the 60s, you know, going, mm -hmm. doing her nursing and doing her training uh, and being treated not so well on the wards by uh, her, her colleagues and by the patients. But she still pushed through and she still came through and she still cared. Um, so actually, I would say the biggest inspiration definitely um, mm -hmm. is my mom because she was a great mom. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. So do you have any closing words to share with our listening audience? Either of you. <laughs> I would just say, I mean, actually, you, you just um, reminded me, Gem. Yeah. Know your birthrights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
two really good uh, sites. Uh, you'll find them on Facebook. There's one called Birth Rights. Um, mm -hmm. They're actually currently doing some research, that, an inquiry into um, black women's and black families' um, outcomes, birth outcomes. And also mm -hmm. AIMS, if you just put in the search on Facebook, A-Y-M-S should come up with it. Really, really have a look at those sites. Um, you, can't, you can also contact them as well and find out what your rights are in birth. Because again, people don't realize that you can decline certain interventions like examinations, mm -hmm. um, like being put on monitors. You can decline them if you want. You, there's no police, you know, intervention police is going to say you've got to have it and going to come and drag you out mm -hmm. of your house. You can mm -hmm. say no if you don't want it. And you're within your rights to say no if you don't want it. So right. learn about your birth rights. Uh, come and join the village. It's There's no pressure. There's no, you haven't got to do anything. You can just sit back. There's lots of lurkers in the group who I haven't even spoken <laughs> to yet, right? But they're picking they're, they're yes. something from it because they're still, they're still there. So come mm -hmm. and join the birth village. Um, come and join the conversation and make sure you have a supportive team around, whoever that is. A supportive mm -hmm. team if your caregivers aren't being supportive or if you feel that your caregivers are discriminating against you sack off mm -hmm. the caregiver and go somewhere mm -hmm. else you know you can change your provider right mm -hmm. that's excellent that's excellent to know that um i'm just sharing your link in the other uh the other stream that I have, <laughs> they're eager for the link. So I think your group's going to be expanding. Great. Shortly. Make sure you're pregnant. Make sure you're pregnant, please. I don't want anyone just coming in to have a nose. I've had people kind of texting me saying, "Can I have a nose?" No, you cannot. I am like right. a I'm not letting you in for a nose. So make sure that you are black and pregnant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. You you heard what the criteria is. So you know, stick to it and get in there and enjoy all that there there is to enjoy. Um okay, do you offer any services for mums with toddlers or could you recommend any services? This is coming from another page, these um questions. Yeah, yeah. So I don't as a doula, I don't. So generally, um, so as a postnatal doula, I generally stop around about the four or five months mark, if I'm supporting a family, they want support up until then, I, I stop it, stop it then and, you know, suggest other things like, you know, groups mm -hmm. or, you know, or a nanny or even something like that. So mm -hmm. I don't myself, it depends what they're after. I mean, are they after someone to come and, and help with the toddler or what's what they after? I'm not sure. Sort of the earth, if you can put your comment in to answer that if you're still with us then we know but we can also come back to you in the comments later to continue the conversation on that one but thank you so much thank you so much I think it really is important for us to know our rights I'm really happy how that came up because you know this is where a lot of things can go wrong you know when you don't know yeah. your rights and you feel that you have to go along with something even if inside yeah. your own self you're thinking mm, I don't like this but you know yeah. you don't know your rights so you're disempowered so it's it's good that you're there with the information so that you know our mothers can be empowered and forthright in their decisions so thank you 
Well, it looks as though we've come to the end of this episode of COVID Conquerors, but I really thank you for coming on, Sister Lorna, and I thank you, Jamila, as well, for you coming on. It's been really wonderful sharing time and space with you all, and also for the audience. It has really been great the way that you have, you know, put your comments in and asked your questions and you showing up every fortnight. Really, really appreciate it. So remember, the podcast is not dead from when it ends, okay? It still lives, so continue to share. This is relevant information. It is today and it will be tomorrow, next week, month, next month, next year. So um, let's continue to share. Now, as for myself, you can also catch me on the Thursdays that I'm not here doing the uh, Aisha Muhammad podcast on another show, and that is called uh, The Black Love (laughs) Thursday, okay? Black Love Thursday, brain like a sieve, Black Love Thursdays, and I'm a co-host on that with brother Michael35XNil, that's also here, um on the podcast with some very canny questions um, every fortnight. So you can catch us there where we interview people as well on various subjects um, to do with self-love and life. We had a really good one based on fatherhood because that was just coming up to Father's Day. And we have part two on the 1st of July, which I believe is next Thursday. And that is 12 a.m. So technically it's on Friday for us in the UK, but in the United States, Central Time, it is 6 p.m. And I'm inviting you, those of you who are up, you know, to come along or to join the Black Love family page whereby you can see everything that's going on in, in there and also catch the replay. So thank you, thank you once again. Also, some more information in regards to coaching is um, some of my services. You can book a free discovery call with myself on my website and that is bestyouinmotion.com. That's for the coaching services so we can have a chat, see if we can work together. I'm really interested in working with women who um, are in a marriage they may have children and due to everyone that they serve, they've actually kind of lost their way. They've lost touch with themselves. They've self-neglected. They look in the mirror, they're wondering who am I? And they have goals and they have aspirations and they need help. Okay, so if that sounds like you, holler at me via my website. So once again, Lorna, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Jamila. I wish you all the best with your group and all of the things that you are doing to uplift the community. Thank you so much. Let me see. Just read that some of that. You're you're welcome. Okay. And there's also something else. Every Saturday, we have the, um, the mix and mingle on um, inside the Black Love family page. It's actually a Facebook group whereby we talk about so many different topics. It's just a group of people who believe in love and who believe in having, you know, 
real authentic bonds with one another it could be business it could be friendship it could be love that you're looking for but in this group we all vibe it's righteous we have a good time and we really expand our mind from hearing our viewpoints on the different topics that we speak about so that is uh on saturdays at 7 30 cst which is 1 30 a.m the following day if you are in the uk but you know many of us are up at night and um you know looking for people to engage with things to learn etc so come along to the mix and mingle every saturday so thank you and i will now say good night good night Bye. i must have set up at least 15 plus food banks we need good examples of marriage oh wow I am resilient, I am strong, and I am capable. Sit down and wait for this thing to pass over. We're going to operate. You know what they say? Learn to dance in the storm.